We spent the Saturday after Thanksgiving rearranging some stuff in the house, including Ellie's room and Ellie's playroom, which will eventually become the baby chair. Well, you can explain it in a second. Whatever we did, it caused Callie to have a huge meltdown. And I have learned about something that is called Ikigai. And it's a Japanese thing that I would like to share that has to do with an index card, which is how I know about it. Because apparently we have a brand, Callie, where we like index cards. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, November 28th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I nope. am... We are live. We are live at 1022. <laughs> We're not live. We are at 1022 Studios at Industrious. And uh, my name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for uh, early mornings. I like the quiet of an early morning. Jeff I got, got to work at 5.45 yesterday. I'm actually going to try to make that that early a thing on the days when Ellie has school. Yeah. Right? Because she goes to school until 2, and I like mornings so much, so there's no reason I shouldn't get up early, come in, and if I leave to pick her up at 1.40, that's virtually an eight-hour workday, right? Yeah. As opposed to the days when you have to drop her off and pick her up. You drop her off, you get in at 9, but then you got to leave four hours later. And we always say, oh, we'll work at home, but we won't. No, we won't. The so, day is over. Yeah, so I'm going to try to do I'm going to try to do Monday and Tuesday at least super early. That's going to be my new thing. If it's okay with you. Yeah, I like that idea. And I like that you like your mornings and you get in and it's all quiet and the world is your oyster. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for the free food at Industrious. <laughs> they have spreads for us like every single day. Yesterday, it was like a muffin bar thing. They have like you know, fresh. hot food sometimes. They have fresh fruit. They had. They just. They keep us well fed, and I love it. About once a month, they do Chick Fil A, which is great. They do bagels. Yeah, they've done like they did um, a pie bar. They do bagels every week, and the bagels are so popular, which is funny to me, that the bagels are this popular. That if there's a day that the the company doesn't deliver them, or if something happens, or yeah. whatever, they riot. Outraged. People are outraged. Okay. I We did a little house tidying over the break. And one thing, when we were doing that, I was like, okay, now is going to be a good time to rearrange some stuff to get ready for the baby. Um, can I say what your can I can I say your plan to you to see if I understand it? Yes. Okay. So Ellie has a bedroom and we have we live in a four bedroom house. Yes. We have our bedroom, and then we have one of the guest rooms, or one of the other bedrooms is our at-home office slash studio. Yes. Ellie has a bedroom, and then we have Ellie's playroom slash kids storage stuff. Yes. Which uh, the, the the bedroom part of it is all just, it's always a disaster. Yeah. And the bathroom part of it is... Because nobody uses that bathroom. It's where baby clothes are, toys that Ellie has outgrown, uh, a bassinet. Right. Stuff like that. Okay. So Callie's plan is 
that we take the dresser slash changing table that's in Ellie's bedroom and we move it into the playroom. And when the baby comes, the baby will sleep in our room for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And then the baby will move into Ellie's bedroom, which will become both of their bedrooms. Yes. But when the baby wakes up at night, we will remove the baby from the bedroom. Yes. And go into the playroom. Yeah. To change a diaper, give a, give a bottle, yes, whatever. You lie, there's a couch in there, uh, yeah. Like lie on the couch, rock her to sleep, whatever. Yeah. And then when she's back asleep, take her back into the yes bedroom. That's the plan. That's the plan. Well, we moved the be- dresser and the changing table this weekend in order to start that in order to be ready. Yeah. So we we moved all of that, and then I got I unpacked all of the baby stuff, the newborn stuff that you know we had from Ellie. Put everything in the drawers, did all of that. We also moved Ellie's car seat so she is forward facing now instead of rear facing. So that was like a big deal. And over the past month, I just feel like she's become so independent and which is great. Like parents dream, like she's doing so well and I'm so proud of her. But doing all of these things that are that we're doing because she's growing up and we're welcoming a new baby made me realize that it's only going to be the three of us for, you know, like the next two months, maybe less. And I got really, really just in my own feelings about it. And then I went to take a shower after we had done that. And I don't know if you noticed how long I was in there. I mean, I cried in the shower, like ugly cried for like an hour. It was so long and I was just thinking about well then you came downstairs and you started to tell me why you were in the shower for so long and you started to cry again I couldn't, sobbing funeral I sobbing was, I was sobbing I was sobbing harder than I would at a funeral and I realized I think that I'm kind of mourning the loss of the three of us like the three of us will never be just three of us again and I'm really emotional about that. Obviously, I'm grateful. I I want Ellie to have a sibling. We went through so much to get here and fertility treatments and all of that. But I just it just hit me that it's never going to be like our little three musketeers situation again. And I am sad. I'm really sad. Like I've been so excited up until this point, and now I'm really sad. And I just feel like every moment with her, I'm trying to soak it in. And this the thing that really gets me like she won't remember life before her sister but the past three years have been the best three years of my life and they've meant so much to me and all the time that we've gotten I'm gonna start crying again all the time that we've gotten with her in the past three years and all the memories that we have and and all of those things are so have had such an impact on me and she'll never know do you, do you recall, I s- vaguely recall you having a similar type meltdown before Ellie arrived about the fact that it was only, it was it never going to be, be the two, two of, of us, us again. So I, I, I don't know if you put that in your journal, but it would be interesting to see the timing. Yeah. Cause I'm just really. Hormones seem fun. Oh my gosh. I, they are raging out of control. Um, but I've just been kind of great. It sounds weird to say grieving the three of us because I'm so excited for the new baby. But um, just the time that we've had together has been so great. Just the three of us. And 
I'm gonna I'm gonna miss that. I get it. I mean, I don't I don't know what to say to make you feel better, but I t- I think it's a completely valid feeling and I even feel it a little bit, but because I don't have the fun hormones, yeah. It's not driving me to tears. Yeah. But I could under I completely understand the Yeah. And it's it's funny because such a significant part of my life is something that she won't remember. You know, like yeah. I mean, I'll tell her how much it meant to me and how cool it was for the three of us to spend the first three years together. Um but I also am in reflecting. I, you know, I wanted our kids back to back really bad, and that didn't happen because the universe just decided that wasn't the plan for us. And now looking back, I'm really grateful that we had three years in between our kids, so we could, you know, have that time with with Ellie. And I want to really make sure that our kids both get their individual time with us. I am glad. Sorry. I am glad at the at that gap in time, um, because Ellie's now of an age where we can so- solicit her help in things. Yeah. So if one of us is dealing with a blowout or something, and we realize we don't have any wipes, there's another person who could come to our rescue. Right. Right. Um, I I don't know what came up on the podcast. The only thing I can think of is when we talked about our original gratitude journal. Yeah. Before we ever made one or sold one or anything, when we were just putting the gratitude, we were writing gratitude notes to each other on index cards. Yeah. That's the only time I can think the index cards came up on the show. Uh-huh. But in the past two weeks, maybe three, in, in the past couple of weeks, I've gotten messages from two different people that both started with, hey, I know you and Callie like using index cards for things. So I thought you might like this. That's so random. And then it t- it tells, it was a, a like a clip of a story or whatever. Yeah. So I brought both of them in because I do think that they're both neat. Um, but I just think it's funny that that's our brand, Index Card. Callie and Jeff, Index Card Aficionados. Right, did I say that right? Aficionados, I the, think. Yeah. Okay. So here are the two Index Card things. Um I'm not opposed to trying either one of these. The second one, which is this Japanese thing called Ikigi, is going to be a little bit of a challenge. Okay. But uh, the first one is, I really, I like this one because of the way my brain works. Uh, Instead of keeping a running to-do, well, you keep a running to-do list of a gazillion items, Mm -hmm. but you look at it at the end of the day and you pick out the three or four or five that are most important to do the next day. Yeah. And you write them on an index card Mm -hmm. that you carry with you, and it's called a cue card. Okay. And you just carry it with you, and that's all. And you don't look at the other to-do list. Yeah. You don't pay attention to that. You just have, because if you have, and I totally relate to this, if you have 20 or 25 things on a a to-do list, I would get overwhelmed. I have overwhelmed, gotten overwhelmed right. and also freeze up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So th- I, I have the, you know, a gazillion things to do. And then I think, well, I'm never going to accomplish all these. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to figure out how to make homemade bagels. Right. And that's and then I spend five hours doing that. Right. right and nothing right. gets done. So they call it a cue card. And it's, um, it's just a to-do list that you write every night or morning. I forget what it said. But you yeah. 
Yeah. So then the other one, this ikigi thing, is a Japanese word. What would be even better for you, by the way, yeah. is if we wrote those like together in the morning, and then I just gave you one at a time and didn't give you another one until the first one was finished. I yeah. I I will tell you a cool story about it's a brilliant person who does that. His name, you may have heard of him, is Ted Turner. Oh, he does? And his executive assistant, I don't know if he does it anymore because obviously he's slowed down quite a bit since his heyday. But what he used to get was in the morning, he would get a stack of index cards Mm -hmm. with a time at the top and then a little paragraph about what he was doing. And they were in order of what he was doing from, you know, slippers on out of the bed to shower at the end of the day. Yeah. It had everything. And if so, if he had a lunch with someone, it would say lunch with Cali Dollar. And then it was podcast developer interested in doing the Ted Turner podcast. Yeah. You had a phone conversation with her one month ago and liked her energy. Yeah. She's from Atlanta, whatever. Yeah. And all he does is he lo- he just looks at the next thing. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Makes life easier also when you have an assistant. The yeah, right. <laughs> um the E and, and you're a billionaire. And you're a billionaire. Those two things make life the ja- a lot easier. The Japanese thing, the Iki guy, that I think I'm saying right, I Googled it. It's spelled I K I G A I. The rough translation of that is the reason you get out of bed in the morning. Ooh, okay. And it's kind of this person who shared it said that they use it as a reverse uh, gratitude. Okay. So at night, they keep index cards by their nightstand. They write their thing down. Mm-hmm. And it's the reason. So, so today they would write down, tonight they would write down their reason for getting out of bed on Wednesday morning. Right. So it might be to go to a, to to go to lunch with Ted Turner and close a deal to do his podcast. Yeah. Or it might be to spend time with with one-on-one time with Ellie for at least 30 minutes. No phones, no nothing, just yeah. go for a walk or whatever it is and they leave it so it's also they fold it like a little tent and they put it on the right stand and it's the first thing they look at in the morning to remind them what they're it's very zen. Yeah, I like what it. their biggest purpose of the day is. Yeah. So, yeah. So that that that's that's the index card branding that you've come to expect from the upside. <laughs> I don't know if you did you listen to Whitney um, sit with Wits calling home podcast like right before Thanksgiving. Um, Have you I listened did, to it yet? I did not listen to it, but I read the transcript. Okay. Because I had to, I had to pull something from it. So, I read so the we have a podcast called Hauling, "Calling Home." It's with the um, therapist that goes by Sit with Wit on Instagram. I followed her for years, love her, and she did something that I thought was so smart. And she posted like I think it's six things to remember when you're going into a potentially high stress family situations such as Thanksgiving. And I know not everyone has like. Um, you know, family drama, but a lot of people, whether it's like political stuff or, you know, for me, it was um, years ago, like getting made fun of. Like I had, you know, a relative that would always poke fun of me and it just really, I would have to like. How would they make fun of you? They would just say like, you know, 
Like, oh, you eating for two or like before we were pregnant ever, you know, just like stuff like that at my expense. But it's not a funny joke. Like you think it's funny, but I don't find that funny. Like the. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's was it a dude? Was yeah. It a guy. Yeah, it was a guy. It seems it seems like. The always on cousin or the always on uncle. That's vibe. exactly how yeah. it is. And I remember even said because I got sick of it after a little bit. And I said, and I don't think that this would be Whitney recommended, by the way, but I got sick of it. And so because they've made that joke several times. And what, it, I, like when you were single? No, you were you were at this Thanksgiving. It was years ago, though. And um, this person was like, oh, you're eating for two? And I was like, you sure look like you're drinking for five. Oh, God. And because I just got sick of it. And I was like, you know what? Okay, you think you're hilarious. And instead of just sitting there, which I had done all the time, I I just made like a little quit back. Like, you're certainly drinking for five. Yeah. Um, You know, just as like a little like, leave me alone. Why are you picking on me? Like, just stop it. So those are the kinds of situations that you walk into and it's just you don't know what you're going to get or some people dread Thanksgiving or whatever. Whitney put together like six. She didn't call them affirmations, but after listening to it, I I call them affirmations of things you need to remember when you're walking into situations like that. And it was fantastic. And if you haven't listened to it yet, go listen to it. Um, It was reminders that you get (laughs) in your therapy office. And I, I was listening to that thinking, oh, that's something my therapist would say to me. And it's applicable to life and it's like it's just a little pep talk it was great one of them was remember you are an adult you get to choose how you spend your time and when you get to leave I'm like oh my gosh that's right we are I, adults we can make that decision i have the other five if you would like me to share them quickly okay yeah then, share them quickly then women eat can like dive into it yeah because that's what I had to pull from the transcript because I had to write a list of yeah of them. um so the one you just said uh another one is uh uh, expect your family to be the same as they are on every other day. Yes. Complete with their flaws, but also their positive traits. Uh-huh. It'll just probably be exaggerated yes. on a holiday. Um, get clear on your limits and plan for when those limits are reached. Yes. So if you know that you got the jokey cousin or the jokey uncle or whatever, and you're, you, you, you'd say, well, you know what? He can't help it. So I'm going to give him three jokes, and then I'm going to put him in this place in this way and, and have that going yeah. in. Yeah, there was a, there or, it, or it could be zero. You could say, you know what? The first time he says something, I'm going to shut it down. Whatever. It's you're the adult. Or it could be like, you know, um, I have a friend who set boundaries with a parent of hers saying, I don't like it when my parent drinks, especially now that I have kids. Like, I just don't want to be around it. So I have set the expectation that, you know, when my mom starts drinking, me and my kids are out. We're leaving. Identify what is important to you on the holiday and align your actions with those values. I like that one. Avoid picking battles or starting a healing journey on Thanksgiving. Right. And finally, if anything goes wrong, just remember that Thanksgiving is just a Thursday and Friday will come. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I didn't even read the the whole story. I just read the headline, and it it triggered this idea okay. about King Charles. <clears throat> Apparently, there's somebody on his staff who's I'm sure it's not their only duty, but one of their duties is to make sure that the king's shoelaces are ironed. What a life having your shoelaces ironed. How ridiculous. And I, you know, maybe there's a chance that he knows that his shoelaces get ironed. He probably doesn't. I'm sure he doesn't. Yeah. And I would think, I don't know. I just, that's that's just so ridiculous. And I also, just like I think ironing sheets is ridiculous, but I know there's people who do it. Yeah. They like their sheets. There are, um, I will say though, details create the bigger picture. And when we all think of royals, we think of everything looking perfect. Every shoe, you know what I mean? It's like thinking of, you know, our, our service members and perfectly made beds and how everything is flawless. That contributes it's a huge part of like the overall brand so i think people working in those jobs like there's things that i would do when i was working with robin that no one would ever notice but the fact that i did it made her look better right but no nobody would even know it's like a subconscious thing or something and if it was on a list of things people would look at it and say this is ridiculous that robin makes her people do this yeah but it's not that it's just it's part of you want you know her to be the best she can be right and that is whoever does that wants the king to be the best he can be so he irons the shoelaces I so I thought, and I and hopefully you have an answer for this, Callie, because I asked you right before you started recording. Yeah, but I thought what I, I immediately thought of something that if I were king of anything, uh-huh. what I would want somebody to do, and this is purely we're recording this four hours after I put a new computer in the studio. Yeah, because our old one was just—I mean, it wasn't old; it was new. I just, I didn't buy, I tried to save money on the computer. and it just, He got what he paid for. I got what I paid for. And so I bought a new computer and I had to install it yesterday because the return window on the other one is closing. Yes. You know, so I, in it, so I, yeah. So anyways, so I was trying to do it quickly and freaking the, I, has anything good ever come from the McAfee antivirus? Thing? Literally, no, and I don't know why we're still. Didn't Windows promoting it come up with Windows Defender or Firewall or I don't something? Know, but I still get those on my laptop. It's like you need to install your McAfee. I'm like, no, I don't. don't I don't ever want ask it. Me again. I don't want it. Isn't that guy in like prison or something? Yeah, but it, this is. His co- I'm sure the company is owned by somebody else. So one, you should have changed your name, and two. Just like if a boy asks a girl out every week for a year and she says no. Right. At some point, the tenacity goes from being cute to being weird 
to being a felony. Yeah. And McAfee yeah. is is felonious. Yes. That is a felony. So my thought was I would love it if somebody would go through every computer that I had. Yes. And when I got a new computer, when I got a and just do all the syncing upping. Yeah. Just do it all. Yeah. So I could just say, hey, I bought a new computer. It's in there. And they say, OK, come back in two hours. And when I come back, it's exactly like the old one was. No McAfee, nothing. Yeah. Then I even expanded on that and said, how great would it be? If, because if you're king, you're going to have multiple houses. Yeah. I would like, it doesn't have to be the same exact furniture, but how cool would it be when you go out and buy a shirt or buy a pair of jeans or buy shoes or whatever, you just bought two pairs or three pairs or, you know, the identical thing for every house and yeah. it just got distributed and it got put in the same place in every house. Yeah. So, that would be awesome. So in your castle in Scotland, you have a six drawer dresser and the top is your underwear and it's the same exact underwear that you have yeah. in Sandy Springs. I have two and the first one's going to make you laugh because the first one actually is iron my sheets. I don't understand that. <laughs> because we never put our sheets on our bed when they're warm from the dryer. Hardly ever. Just because we're, we're busy. Whatever. Like it sits in the dryer and then they're wrinkled. Just the idea of getting into our bed like with those soft, soft like cozier sheets and having them like perfectly pressed I just, it's a luxury but, I would, I would, I would do if I were queen. But after one night, they're wrinkled again, right? Well, yeah, but I'm sure people like that get their sheets changed every single day. Like, I don't think and, they're sleeping in, in their same yeah. sheets. Like, the, the, you know, I, Diddy has like the new underwear every day. Like that was, was it Diddy? Will Smith. Will Smith was like, when I get rich enough every day for one year, yeah. like I would have like, New sheets. Got it. All the time. I also would have someone that goes into things I'm screenshotted on the internet because I rarely oh buy things. Oh, my God, yes. I rarely buy things. Like, when I see them online, like, I go in and I screenshot and I have all these screenshots of cool ideas or things I want to try. And I would have them just buy stuff to fulfill my screenshots. Yeah. Or I don't do it with uh, stuff to buy. A lot of times I'll screenshot things that are either ideas for the show, recipes I want to try, things that look and interesting, websites I want to visit. And and I email them to myself. And about once every two weeks, I go through emails and I just look at the emails that are to Jeff Dollar from Jeff Dollar. Should and, we and make, 30% of them, I can't remember why I did should it. Should we make a list of those for tomorrow's show, like random screenshots that you have? Like in your screenshots folder? Yeah, we both could. Okay, but I could. T- I mean, they're not hard to f- find for me, and they're and the best ones but are going to be the you ones. You got to go to the screenshots folder, and we go to the very beginning. Oh, like things that I saved a hundred years ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay, That's we'll do funny. that tomorrow. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is humans are creatures are creatures of habits so um it's no surprise that we eat the same foods over and over and over again a new study uh shows that six in ten people eat the same thing for dinner up to four times a week i would do that you say that i don't know though. i would 100 percent do that you're the only reason i don't you're the only reason i don't You'd be okay eating the same thing every night? Yeah, I would be okay with making things on one night and then having them as leftovers for the dinner the rest of the I'd day. I'd 100% do that. I thought I've talked about that, and you said, no, we don't want to do that. No. I, w- I would make something on Monday and make something on Tuesday and then just leapfrog them for the rest of the yeah. week. Lack of planning. and Well, no, because you specifically said that your parents were like, no, we can't have the same thing two nights in a row. Yeah, and that still sticks. I think everybody's parents did that. <gasps> pizza tonight? We had pizza last night. No, we had low. I don't know. We had leftovers a lot. But I guess, I don't know. 
Yeah, I think most. I think that's just a. I think a lot of parents did that. Um, and then lack of planning and being tired are the main reasons that we uh, will eat the same thing all the time. And nearly half of the people asked had no clue what they will eat after getting home from work tonight. That would be me. Uh, your second random thing is uh, the folks at UC Berkeley, the science folks there, have developed a robot that will pick up clothing strewn about the house. They've named the robot. <laughs> they've named the project uh, Teenager's Problem. Um, and They should name it Jeff Dollar's Problem. And the, oh man, I'm the worst. I hate it. You know what? You're the worst because you take off. I think this is a guy thing. Tell me I'm wrong. You take off your pants like in the dining room, in the living room, and then they just sit over a chair. That's why your clothes are everywhere. Oh, I, I would thought you were going to say, I don't think I take them off in other rooms. Because oh, what, what do I put on? Nothing. You launder on your I underwear. zero ever do that. No, I put it on my social media to document like two years ago, and a ton of people were like, oh my gosh, my husband does that too. Like he gets home. Like, I don't think you do it as much I anymore. I so self-conscious about, because you can see from the front windows of our house. In our last house, you did it a lot. Maybe. Because you could you Well, it was really a townhome, but we were yeah. on the second floor. Yeah. This house, I never do it. But what I do do, do do, <laughs> is... Friends joke. Take off my pants next to the bed, yeah, like or whatever. And it, the dirty clothes hamper is two feet behind me. Yes, it is. But I still put the dirty clothes on the bed, and I don't understand why. <laughs> I think it, I in my head, I think, well, maybe I'll have to put these on later. Yeah, it's it's six p.m. I'm home. We have had dinner. Ellie goes to bed in 90 minutes. Yeah. I'm going nowhere, but I'm like, oh, I'm just going to lie these here in case I don't, what? In case I, the house catches on fire and I got to run out? Anyways, uh, the handy dandy cleaning machine is not going to be available since it's uh, still too expensive to produce for home use, but uh, it does it does exist. And while they're trying to bring the cost down, they're also trying to add some uh, some features like the ability to sort garments by color. There you go. I don't do that, by the way. Anyways, I put everything in yeah, every I load. I don't do it either. Uh, the only thing I don't white do white t-shirts, are... black t-shirts, jeans. Great, they're all going in the same place. I do, yeah, I do everything but whites. And yes, Callie and I do our laundry separately. We do. Do you like to dive into why? Um, I just don't like our dirty clothes touching. Jeff thinks it's gross. <laughs> and I don't trust you not to put stuff in the dryer that shouldn't go in the dryer. <laughs> you're not. You're not a very good laundress. I've been washing my own clothes since college. For three weeks, Callie says, hey, we got to get the dryer fixed. I think there's, I think it's clogged. I think the dryer's not working. I think that there's, a, it, and I said, well, I just used it. It worked fine for me. She, I don't know. It's not working. We got to get, we got to get it fixed. And so I went and looked at it to see what was wrong with it. And her, she had set it onto a damp setting so that it wouldn't fully dry the clothes. You know what? I'm going to call that pregnancy brain. Is this also pregnancy no, brain? No, I'm just making sure. My name is Callie, and your third random thing is <laughs> pregnancy brain is not real. Uh, Sound it out. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> your third random thing for today is that um, a new poll looks at how Americans view New Year's resolutions. 
which is interesting tie into this show because we do October Lucians. Um, two in five people say the key if you're going to do resolu- resolutions is Jeff Dollar's key, and this is start small because diving head first, people think that there's just no way you can keep it. I think that's a pretty general uh, if you're, thing. If your New Year's resolution is to lose 50 pounds in 2024, don't set that to be a resolution. Set a resolution to lose five pounds. Mm-hmm. And that's so attainable and it will happen so much easier than you think. All you got to do is lose five pounds 10 times. Yeah. Um, and there's a whole lot of data about other stuff in here that I don't think is interesting. But I do think <laughs> the one thing that's interesting that people put on their to do list or their resolutions list that I would have never guessed is improve their hygiene. How? Isn't that weird? Like, this may be the year that I'm going to floss. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna go to the doctor this year floss. just for a checkup floss isn't a hygiene thing to me yeah it is no floss is dental care hygiene is washing your pits and waving <laughs> your butt right so you don't think that people are are doing that anyways those are your three random things for today you are strong you are brave you're kind and you always belong here